International Correspondence with NZI Insurance. Peace of mind for New Zealand business. Murray Olds, Aussie Correspondent with us now. Hey, Muzz. Afternoon, dear Heather. So these tax cuts, they're going to be popular, aren't they, if they're targeting the lower income earners? That's exactly what um, Prime Minister Albanese is banking on, Heather. Um, the, the Look, it was always accepted by Labor and opposition through gritted teeth that uh, it would pass the, the then government, the then Morrison government's tax cuts that would have overwhelmingly benefited those who are far better off in this country. Um, basically, the proposition was that um, you were going to flatten your tax rate down to 30 uh, cents in the dollar for everybody earning 45000 up to 200000 Well, what that would have done is deliver $9,000 in tax relief every year to those earning two hundred k. And, you know, dramatically lower for those earning you know, 45 or 50K. But those under that would basically receive nothing. And so what Anthony Albanese is banking on here, yes, it's a broken promise, but he says, guess what? Circumstances have changed substantially. We've had inflation going nuts. We've had um, no wage growth to speak of. And people at the bottom end need a hand. Um, and those at the top end, don't need to get nine thousand extra bucks a year if you're making two hundred. Mm. How this? I mean, it's being sold as a cost of living relief for those who need it most. Uh, and you throw into the mix today, which is going to be very popular, a promise for a twelve-month inquiry into prices being charged by Australian supermarkets. Between them, Wool's, uh, uh, Woolworths and, and Coles made two and a half billion Australian dollars last year. While you know the people are out there anecdotally eating dog food because they can't afford decent tucker. So it remains to be seen. The Murdoch press um, this morning stage three tax ambush, breach of faith, character on trial. And here's this one. More than a million households will be worse off. On the other newspapers, they were saying, well, in fact, more than 11 million Australians mm. are going to be better off. So it's going to be interesting, put it that way. Yeah. Hey, did you see Jared Hayne is appealing his conviction? Yeah, I did. And this came as a bit of a surprise, I must say. I mean, he's in jail due to be released in May next year after serving a sentence. Uh, and this is going on and on and on. It's, you know, it's, it's longer than the Melbourne Cup. I mean, Hayne, uh, he's, he's been to trial three times. The first time, the jury couldn't agree. Second time, he was convicted, but he went to the highest court in New South Wales and got off. This is the Court of Appeal. Uh, he went to trial a third time, was convicted, jailed for, well, what, over four years, maybe five years. Anyway, he's going back to the Court of Appeal, which is the highest court in the state, and he's arguing that his barrister says that, in fact, uh, the evidence is no way the evidence would have sustained a conviction. Uh, so it's going to be heard on uh, April the 3rd, I think it is, and he's going to appear, because he's in jail, he's going to appear uh, via video link. Now, uh, the statue of Captain Cook has been cut off at the ankles. The statue yeah. of Queen Victoria has had the red paint put on her in the city, mm. in, in the centre of Melbourne. It's getting pretty hairy, isn't it? Well, it is. And look, I, look in, in recent years, it's become more and more fraught. This is, as, as, Australia Day is being celebrated tomorrow. What day is Australia Day? Well, it's the day in 1788 that uh, Captain Arthur Phillip came ashore in Sydney uh, with about 500-odd men and women and children who were deemed uh, to be, uh, you know, prisoners of the Crown, and Australia became a penal colony on that day. And what, of course, that did was dispossess the Indigenous people who have been here for 65 or 70,000 years. It's never been settled, never been resolved, and Australia Day really has only been celebrated as such in the last maybe 40 years. Uh, and so 
you know, um, there's a great deal of division. People, they did saw off the captain, the captain Cook at his ankles. They did <laughs> douse the, uh, the statue of Queen Victoria in red paint. But you've also got surveys that many people um, are, are associating uh, tomorrow with Invasion Day. And yet a Roy Morgan survey down that under your last, what, 48 hours or so, almost 70% of Australians say we should keep celebrating tomorrow. That's up 4.5% on 12 months ago. And nearly 60% say the day should definitely stay on January the 26th. So there's no pleasing anyone. The culture wars are alive and well mm. over here. A bit like trying to change Waitangi Day, I suppose. I yeah. don't know how that would go over either. Probably not that well either. Hey, Mars, thank you very much. Talk to you again next week. It's Murray Olds, our Australia correspondent. For more from Heather Duplessis Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 pm weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.